It's hard to understand the legalese here because it's an appeal of an appeal, but explain this morning's news to our audience. Let me explain. Epic Games, Apple, they were in this major lawsuit a few years ago uh, over the App Store. Apple won in the sense they were not designated a monopoly. But there was one little carve-out that Apple lost on, and that was known as a steering provision. The idea where the judge ruled that Apple should allow developers to include a button inside of their applications to point users external to the App Store to complete their transactions. Now, why is that such a big deal? Because primarily applications downloaded via the App Store to the iPhone or the iPad have to use Apple's in-app billing system. That takes between a 15% and a 30% cut. In fact, the majority of Apple services revenue likely comes from transactions and in-app purchases made through the App Store. Something happened in the US as well with the Epic versus Apple. And this week you also learned the um, appeals were denied by the US court. Apple had to abide by the rule of by the ruling that happened back in um, September 2022, I believe. And basically, Apple changed a few days ago their policies on the App Store again. And instead of completely scrapping their commission on payment for external links, they moved that payment to from 30% to 27% for external links. So Apple's payment link is at 30% commission, and then the external ones at 27% plus another review that you have to go through, which is very crazy. This is why I believe that people are, even me, who was not, I wasn't really on board with having, a, you know, people distributing their app outside of App Store at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I kind of... Uh, came to developer side, right? I'm like, I was like one of the few developers that was thinking, you know, it's okay. Like, let's put it through the app store. You know, it's safer for users and everything. Yeah. I was in that camp before. And these days, like two years ago, I was like, man, this is just crazy. Especially when you submit your app and they see something really minor and they just reject the app is really heartbreaking. You end up feeling like, okay, they are kind of abusing their position. And how can I describe this? They went to court, right? And the judge told them, hey, you have to allow your users or your developers to provide external payment links. Everybody who was there probably thought, okay, this is the end of it, right? Like I'm a developer, I build my app. You know, I provide a link, I provide a, a PayPal and people pay me. That's cool. I don't have to go through the unnecessary Apple craziness, right? Well, a few <laughs> hours later, Apple came back with a new rule. So this rule didn't exist before, but because of the judgment they had and because they wanted to keep getting that 30%, the new rule now is that if you want to submit an app there is, and you have an external link, you have to register that link with Apple. I'm trying to simplify it here, but that's what they are basically saying. You have to register that payment link with Apple. If you don't, your app will not be accepted in the App Store. That's basically what it means. Yeah, if you don't register... Uh... The link, your app will not be accepted in the app store. Hashtag Fortnite. <laughs> exactly. But that's not even the end of it. Because once you register this link, right, if the user clicks on that link to pay, <laughs> Apple will present them with a, a warning screen with big letters oh, yeah. Yeah, telling yeah, yeah. them yeah, yeah. that they cannot secure the payment, basically yeah. discouraging them from leaving the app and go to submit their payment. And once they even do that, the user has to log in again in the developer's website, 
before they, they make the payment. They just try to make it as difficult as possible for developers. And on top of that, the developer, whatever price they charge the user, they will have to pay another 27% commission to Apple. Yeah. So yeah. Apple figured that developers are probably going to use external payment systems like Tribe, which takes about 3 to 4% commission. Then Apple adds its 27% commission. So you come back to zero, basically. <laughs> like the 30% commission that you're avoiding to pay, you end up paying it again. This is really crazy. And thanks for the explanation. That's and not even the end of it, though. <laughs> oh, is, there, is there more? <laughs> there is more. Uh, uh, are there there more? is more. Okay, go ahead. I'm Apple is reserving the right mm -hmm. to audit the developer. Imagine, right? <laughs> so imagine I sell 1 million worth of whatever I'm selling on the App Store. And Apple decide that, okay, we feel like you sold more. We have to audit you. Think about that. You have that's to crazy. audit your revenue. That's it, it, crazy, man. Yeah, that's, that's really crazy. That's really, really crazy. And to be honest, I actually thought that the judge was really nice to kind of Apple back when the judgment or the ruling came out because they found them not to have any monopolistic practices. And the only thing that they kind of ask for from them is to change this policy regarding payment options. And really, they uh, seems like they've they, they've screwed it up. And I also remember that, you know, during the uh, ruling, the judge, um, her name is um, Yvonne Gonzalez Rodriguez, and she was saying that she's going to keep an eye on Apple to make sure that you know, they abide by the rule. What I'm hoping for now is that coming days or weeks, something is going to happen. Or if the judge doesn't say anything, I'm just hoping that another company in the US is going to sue Apple based on the same thing. And by the same thing, I mean the monopolistic practices thing. Uh, yeah, I think that, that's the hope I think I the CEO of Epic is going to continue his battle. He's losing a lot of money doing this, by the way. But it is what it is, right? And um, yeah. Apple has, I don't know, Apple has turned into something that a lot of people in tech are having a difficult time recognizing. Like they've turned into <laughs> this almost evil empire. Yeah. Right. Totally and, and developers are kind of protesting, right? You can yeah. even see it in the latest release of the their headset, the Vision Pro headset. Yeah. Companies yeah. like Netflix, Spotify have decided to not even publish an app for the new hardware, the new Vision Pro. And I think it's just a way of protesting that we help you sell your hardware, but you treat us like crap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Apple has a lot of stuff going on right now. Like even their yeah. watch, you yeah. know, another judge struck that down that they can no longer sell their mm -hmm. new watch, which uh, they uh, oxygen sensor because yeah. apparently Apple yeah. was kind of infringing some patent from another company. Yeah. You know? So this company is uh, a med tech company. Yes. And basically what they say back in 2020 is the fact that Apple stole their technology and they sue Apple because of this. And they won right. the case. The name is uh, Massimo. So they won yes. the case for the blood oxygen sensor. And now, you know, Apple has to stop, basically remove this technology from their new watches that they are going to be selling. And really all these kind of cases, I mean, we are focusing on the US now, all these cases and uh, lawsuits in the US, this is not something new, right? Like all the biggest 
companies in the world faced the same thing in the past. If you take Microsoft, Microsoft had a similar case back in, um, I believe, 1998, when the US basically sued them uh, regarding uh, Internet Explorer and how they had monopoly. A, a monopoly uh, around it and how they installed it as a default and, and all those things. And they were basically fine and they had to pay and change their practices. And so far, Apple hasn't paid anything in these cases. Maybe that's why they are still a little bit bullish and trying to bully people around, but maybe the future is going to change. But overall, right, what, what I would say is that this makes you see the little cracks that are kind of appearing in the Apple ecosystem or the Apple kind of uh, world. And I think this is going to crack. I'm not saying Apple is going to go bankrupt, but their system is going to be more open. The way they get to make money so easily by charging people for no reason, you know, this thing is going to, is going to change in the coming three to five years, I think. Yeah, definitely is not looking good for Apple. The stock is going to feel this somewhere <laughs> or the other, right? Are you, are you sure? They've got, some, uh, they've got some exciting news as well on the side. Well, uh, they was, haven't said anything I was reading an article where, um, you know, Sam, Sam Altman was saying, I mean, had like um, a convo with um, the Apple design mastermind, Johnny Ivey, and they were saying that they are planning to create like an AI device together and all those things. And this, Well, he's no gets... longer, again, that is just competition for Apple because Johnny <laughs> Ivey has left Apple for a while. Oh, did he? Well, yeah. when, did he when, did, when did he leave? Oh, that, that was like uh, two or three years ago or even four years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he has his own design firm now. And he oh, just I thought he was still working there. No, no, no. He, he left mm. a while ago. Oh, so that's yeah. not bad. That's not good from a pro for Apple then. Exactly. It's not good for <laughs> Apple. It's definitely and not good for Apple. Beside that, there is the new Samsung S24 that came out as well. And people are calling it the iPhone. And this phone can do some good stuff. So for the first time ever, right, Samsung is selling a phone. That's not about capability. So before Samsung is all about like capability. We've got this RAM, we got this uh, space, whatever. We got this number of apps. But now it's just focus on the software, and they've got some great. I was watching, you know, the MKBHD review on it. They've got some great AI stuff. Like you can speak with someone, and the AI will translate it on the phone, real time. It's looking good for them. Let's come back to Apple. That's uh, you brought up a, a good point, and that's why. We said it in past episode that Apple is going to build call AI, like edge AI, they call it. So an AI that runs on a phone, we are hoping that will happen. So that will be a good for Apple to differentiate. Because if you see the launch of the latest iPhone, it didn't get a good reception because a lot of people felt like compared to the previous version, <laughs> nothing really changed. I think the mobile device space has hit a plateau where on the hardware front, like how many pictures can you take? All these cameras are really good now. You are coming back to what you were saying last week. You have to use Rabbit R1, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go into that. <laughs> but but just, just to finish my point, right? We've reached peak mobile phone, I would say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now all these brands are trying to find another way to stay relevant. And the only relevant thing going on right now is AI. They are going to market it somewhere or the other. I'm telling you right now, you heard it here first, guys. Very soon, most of the mobile phones that are going to come out are going to boast about an AI chip. Yeah. Okay. There is going to be an AI chip 
And the way they are going to sell it to you is that this AI chip can run and this AI model with this number of parameters. I'm telling you right now, that's what is going to happen. Samsung is just the beginning because what they've done is, although it's cool, you know, it's not at that level yet. The next release of the iPhone, wait, next September, it's going to be very, very, very good. Mm, I'm really excited you, about that for Apple. Are you sure? Because Apple, right, regarding all the hardware technologies, Apple is always the last one. They are so reliant on what they've got already in terms of their customer base. So if you talk about uh, the charging of the phone, the wireless charging, they are the last one to do that. Their fast charging is still very slow. If you take OnePlus or even Google Pixel, they charge way faster than Apple. And all these things, they are always the last one to do. Even basically my point here is that you are saying next year. I'm not sure. <laughs> we will see. We will see. But I want to point out that all those things are done on purpose because Apple needed a way to make more money because their phone are very good. Let's not forget that. The iPhone is a very good phone. The time passes, right? People take more time to change their phone. Some people will change their phone every year. They would buy an iPhone every year. Some people will take two years. Mm -hmm. Some people will take three, four years. If the phone is reaching a certain performance where you don't need more performance, you are just going to stick to whatever is working well for you. You need another way to sell. Apple found out that, okay, if I made my charging cable proprietary, I can sell you different parts. Just two or three years ago, we were buying phones with a charger. Today, if you buy an iPhone, you just get the phone. You don't get the charger. <laughs> That's crazy, man. It was done on purpose so that they can sell you all the accessories. So they will sell you the cable. They will sell you the charger, the headphones. All this was done on purpose so that they can, like, the slow adoption is done on purpose so that they can sell you all these accessories. But that is something else. The other side of this is that once they start showing this capability of AI on their phones and stuff like that, people will be compelled to buy the phone, right? It will make it a reason. Like even if you didn't want it, you'll be let's like, see. okay, it has this AI thing and it's pretty cool. Let me let's, go and let's buy see, it. Let's see. I'm just going to add another hot take is that the Vision Pro headset, I don't think it's going to work out for Apple because it's not working out for Meta, right? I don't think it's going to work out for Apple. Doesn't matter how much AI they add to it. It's a great piece of hardware. I'm sure some of the best engineers in the world have built it, but I don't think it's a good product. It's just, I don't know. I just can't see it, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we talked about this before in a very, one of our first episodes uh, regarding virtual reality and augmented reality, right? Yep. And regarding the VR, I really don't see a future. They are too big. They are too cumbersome. A lot of people don't like them. So me, I'm more into, I'm looking forward to seeing something around the glasses, something that's augmented reality. So I think that's where the future is. This all kind of VR headset, I don't, don't see that working. Yeah. Uh, and and it costs almost $4,000. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, to wrap it up on my side, I'll just repeat what I said before. I think there are the cracks, the little cracks are appearing in the Apple kind of ecosystem now and things are really going to change the way they easily make money and rely on their customer base. That's going to change. They have to put in more work now to make money 
And I think, as you said, AI is going to be what they are going to be leveraging to do that. Are they going to be doing it next year? I'm not sure. But yeah, that's it on my side. They don't have a choice, man. We just <laughs> did the R1 video. There is going to be more devices. People are trying to find the cracks, like you said. More devices are going to come on the market. God forbid one of those devices stick. That's going to be terrible for Apple. Exactly. <laughs> Apple will become like Nokia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys so if you have a chat dpg plus subscription go check the link in the description we have the file of the lawsuit of epic versus apple so we use it as a data source for chat dpg so you can go play with it you ask it questions and it's going to reply to you it's actually really really fun so yeah go in the link in the description thank you thank you for listening we hope you've enjoyed the content don't forget to smash the like button and subscribe me and my buddy we make it all of this money, yeah. I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching us lagging. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money.